everyone welcome back i am christian taylor i am a grace ambassador for heaven to the yeah and we are all about celebrating just a loving wonderful powerful god that that we just proudly serve um but at heaven to the air we're all about just sharing testimonies loving on people uh and and just sharing the gift of grace a little bit about Heaven to the Air before we jump into our, our weekly uh, interview, our weekly talks. Heaven to the Air is a nonprofit 5013C organization that exists with the purpose of providing resources for athletes in underrepresented sports, empowering equity, advancement, cultivating global networks, and unlocking transformative inclusion with excellence. Heaven to the Air is also the official sponsor of Let Women Decathlon movement supporting decathlon events and assisting the movement to be included in this upcoming game. So be in the lookout for that. But for more information on of all that, uh, I just encourage you to visit heaventothead.org uh, just to see what we're doing in your community, globally, uh, locally. Um, I mean, it, it's a lot, it's powerful, uh, just trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus and, and, and just trying to love on people. But what I'm very passionate about doing is, is the weekly testimonies, the weekly chats, um, and, and just sharing how God is moving in people's lives, how they got to know, you know, sharing their faith journey, how they got to know Christ, um, and, and almost a relationship today, right? And so uh, I hope that it can be an inspiring word for you as it is for me week in and week out, um, and that something will just stir in your heart. But I'm glad you're here. Don't know what brought you here. You saw the live icon and you just hopped on. Maybe somebody invited you. Uh, I know for some people, it's just that, that weekly ritual now, whether they're working out and they have it, have us on in the background like a podcast, um, regardless of, of why you're here. We're grateful you're here. Um, as always, you're loved, you're valued, you're appreciated, you're beautifully and wonderfully made. And and honestly, I'm, I'm just glad you're here. So I'm wishing you a fantastic day and hoping that this this testimony um, will, will impact your life in a positive way. Without further ado, uh, I get the, the privilege to introduce and get to spend some time uh, with a friend of mine. And, and also, you guys know, I have a special, special place for, for my fellow Gators, right? So I wish I had, you know, fireworks and all the graphics. I know the team is going to do something special, but we got another Gator in the building Miss Jennifer George, um, you know, I had the the opportunity of going to class with her, uh, you know, watching on the sidelines, um, you know, eating at 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 training table, uh, just just really doing life, uh, you know, parallel with her, and and I'm just so excited to hear what she's doing. Uh, a little background about her before we jump in. Um, she she did play basketball, you know, at, at UF at the same time I was there, star forward, um, out of Fresno, California. Now she has founded a uh, nonprofit herself. Um, it is the Girls Basketball Worldwide Foundation. So very excited to tap into that and see what she's doing, how she's impacting the next generation of, of future basketball stars. Uh, she does do a little sideline reporting, juggling. I, when you talk about a, a woman that is juggling many things, I, I'm going to let her like talk about this. I mean, she's got women of many hats. Like She's grinding, hustling getting after it, um, but most importantly, just just 
also shining God's love through through every avenue that she's in. Um, I also have to say before I bring her in, a very belated but still very near happy birthday. Um, but yeah, without further ado, Jennifer, welcome and, and thanks for being with us. No, I mean, thank you for having me. It's, it's an honor to, of course, um, talk to you, someone of, of your stature. And, you know, obviously we go way back into the days where we're learning and, and grinding together in uh, Gator. I call it G Vegas still, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the the purpose, the drive behind Heaven to the Yeah is something I'm, I'm behind and, and just really happy and honored to, to be on this platform. Come on, Heaven. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, so first and foremost, where are you? What's going on in your life? You know, I I, I kind of peeled back the door a little bit. Like you're doing a lot of things. Um, just share share what's going on in your life. Well, I I would be remiss if I didn't say I'm not. My hometown's not Fresno. I will get oh. made fun of from some of my friends. I I okay. changed it. <laughs> I changed it in in Florida because of my parents had moved there and I wanted to be from California. But we don't <laughs> need to go into that. I was young. I was foolish. <laughs> I'm older now. I am from Orlando. Um, so uh, my friends won't need to clown me on that because I did make the <laughs> correction. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm in Orlando, Florida. Um, you know, after I played basketball um, at Florida, I played overseas um, and kind of made my way. And we can kind of go through that, you know, my journey and my faith, um, how it got me back here in my hometown. Um, I'm working at my alma mater, um, Bishop Moore Catholic High School. I'm the director of sports performance. I'm also a strength and conditioning coach for the Rollins College women's basketball team. Um, I founded my nonprofit, Girls Basketball Worldwide, which is focused on going into underserved communities and implementing the fundamentals of basketball um, to young girls because there's a discrepancy between, you know, male and female sports, especially um, when you go into those communities. And then uh, I think that's it. And then broadcasting as well. I do that on, on a little bit of the side. Wow. Um, I don't even know where to begin with all this, but A, like, how, how are you managing juggling this? I mean, do you have an assistant? Like, how does this work? I do not have an assistant, um, but I will say it helps. My mother is retired now okay. from last year, so it helps her. She does a lot for the nonprofit. She kind of keeps the board in line and not in line, but it keeps us on track of what we need to be doing and how do we accomplish our goals. So having a retired mother helps. Um, but just time management, I think that I was able to build that through Bishop Moore and Florida. Obviously, as an athlete at a, a Power 5 D1, you need time management. And I think just all my experiences through life has really helped me. And um, obviously, my faith and and kind of following, I realized at some point, probably in my mid-20s, now I think birthday, I am 32 now, um, my mid-20s that, you know, it's not my plan, it's, it's the Lord's plan. And how can I walking his purpose for me and I'm just doing every, like he's I never would have planned this if you told me Christian in college or even probably when I was playing professionally ba professional basketball hey you're going to be doing xyz at the same time I would have been like eh, I don't think so <laughs> probably not going to be my my, uh, my journey um but he's he's made it all possible and I'm continuing to do it because of him and, and impact the people I'm supposed to be impacting so good so good shout out to moms Thank you for that love and support. Uh, so so before we get into your faith journey, it's obviously, uh, you know, I know you from from your athletic career. Right. So how did you even get into basketball? Why basketball? Why not track and field? Right. Like, um, yeah, give the us heat. a little. It's hot. <laughs> give us a little backstory on, on what brought you into basketball and, and where this passion comes from. 
Well, I actually started playing soccer, so funny that I joked about heat. Um, I'm from Florida, so again, it, it's a little hot outside. So playing that sport, um, probably during uh, was that middle school to high school in Florida, you can't do basketball and soccer at the same time. So I had to kind of have that. Which one are you going to pick? And so <laughs> I thought, I think I can go further in basketball, but if I guess I should jump a little bit behind, I think I was driving down the streets and my, I saw some kids playing basketball outside and I said, mom, like, what's that sport? <laughs> like, what's that? Mm. And she's like, I have no idea. Um, my parents are from the West Indies. So Jamaica and Trinidad and Tobago. Um, so they didn't have a background in basketball. They had, my father was pushing soccer on me and track and field actually. Um, but I just never, it never stuck. Mm. Um, so yeah, so basketball, you know, I personally thought I was going to be able to take it further. Um, and the goal was to go to college without having to pay any money and for my family. So that was my, my drive to keep me going in basketball. And that's why I chose it. Okay. Any cricket or netball from the Caribbean background? <laughs> no netball. When I played okay. um, for the national team, I did um, find a little bit more of what that sport's about, but no cricket, no netball. My dad, again, he was pushing track and uh, golf actually pretty hard. Um, okay. But never, I, I play golf now very heavily. So right. now I have that, but track. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your honesty. Um so outside of this, right, like what is obviously who we are and, and what's so important to us is is that faith journey, right? And and celebrating grace, celebrating who God is. Take us through that, right? Who introduced you to Christ? How did you get into, into this relationship? And what does your relationship look like now? Well, I started off as, um, as a young child. My parents, they always took us in the summers to Bible, um, Bible camp or I guess vacation Bible school. Bible, yeah, Bible school and okay. um, having camp in the summers. Um, and then throughout that, I think, you know, your adolescence, again, trying to get to the for us for us college, right? You're grinding high school, you got training outside of that. Um, I think I lost it in that, but we always would go to church on Sundays. Um, but when I got to Florida, that athletes in action, excuse me, athletes in action is where I really kind of started the foundation and layering, layering for myself, like what what I wanted my life to look like and and how I wanted to sculpt my life in a sense of my faith with him um, and having some struggles in college. You know, I went through some tough times just mentally with, you know, balancing everything that we needed to balance. And I felt like my, my relationship with him got me through it. And so that was the, the turning tide for my life was, okay, he got me through this. Like we in this, like we're in this together for the rest of my life. Um, I made a promise to him. And and so um, that was just one of the things that I think helped me with my journey and, and where I where I started from. So let's say at that point, that's 18 years old to now 32. Um, last year was another pivotal point. And, you know, I was able to join a it's called Soul Well Bible Study. It's five. I think we're growing now. I think it's six um, black females and we meet every week and we do Bible study and we have community. We have just an opportunity to grow in our faith together. And that started last year. And that has made a huge jump in just my faith. Cause to that point I've had faith, but I never really studied the Bible. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's the difference that I'm realizing and, and knowing scripture and understanding we're in Matthew right now and just understanding, you know, the stories of what you can be learning. And, and so, yeah, so it's been, it's been a journey and it's been actually very fruitful this whole time. And it's good. Cause that, that, 
perfectly leads me into into the next uh thinking right uh because as you're not competing now because normally the question would be like what is it like to to compete for something bigger than yourself but you know now that you're almost on the other side of, of AIA, right? Like you were once receiving all this information. Now you're giving it, right? Like, what is that like to, to go from, like make that transition? You're now leading future believers. You're now, you're now planting the seeds that hopefully you will flourish and, and they're going to continue to spread that word. Um, It's great. I think, especially being in the, in the school I'm at, uh, my main job, right, is Bishop Moore Catholic High School. So we're in, I'm in a community of believers. It's, it's normal to have prayer before every meeting. We mm-hmm. have prayers after strength um, sessions before and after. And so just being able to be in front of the the new next generation of, of athletes or even just people and, and leaders in our, our communities um, I take it very seriously and, and I want to make sure that I'm I'm giving the right um giving the right story for them to off my experiences and, and letting them know, you know, there's opportunities to have faith to continue. This isn't the end of the road, and you need to be able to always yearn for learning for your relationship with God. That's real good. Um you know, one thing we talked about right before, uh, you know, we came on here was, was your journey, right. in in traveling globally, um, with the sport. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how, what happened with your faith and what, what your journey looked like, you know, playing in Spain versus Puerto Rico? Like, what is, what is the culture, um, you know, of being a Christian while you're traveling? What does that look like? Well, you gotta bring your Bible with you. That's step one. (laughs) Put it in the um in the suitcase. Um, I, I you know, and especially those two differences. Talk about Spain versus Puerto Rico. Two totally different experiences for me. Once I went over there, my first time going, actually, you know, you think about basketball overseas. You land. There's a sum with a sign that has your name on it, and you're like, okay, great. I'm I'm where I need to be. No, that was I got there. <laughs> no one was. No sign. No nothing. And I'm, I'm actually at the airport for three hours now. Like I'm going back on the plane. Like I'm headed back to America. This isn't for me. I'm texting. Obviously there's not, there's no, I think there might've gotten a Wi-Fi for a little bit, but you're just stranded. You have nobody. I'm reaching out to my agent, my old coach, like, what's up? Like, why am I here? Um, and so after the fourth hour, someone finally picked me up. So that was a lot of faith right there. Just, you know, tugging wow. at me of like, man, did I make a mistake? I am now a very far away from my family and I don't, no one's even here. So I think that that situation from Spain to Puerto Rico and, and being in Spain my first year, like I said, like I, I didn't eat the food. I wasn't immersed in culture. I went to the Mercado. I'm going to say the very American. I think it's Mercado. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to try to roll my tongue, but I don't know if I can really hit it. Um, but I would go to that, you know, grocery store, come back. I lost a lot of weight. I was just eating my food to the next year, year two, just really being more comfortable would be like, hey, I'm going to actually try to learn the culture. I'm not just going to be a quote, quote, American, going to do things my way. Um, So just being really diving into understanding how things work in that country. I think I actually went to a church when I was there. My second year, one of my teammates, she, um, who's now a assistant coach at Manhattan College, um, she was faith driven as well. And, And, you know, she would go to church. She was, I think she was even, you know, um, volunteering her time at a school so wow. she's able to kind of bring me into the culture a little bit more and obviously I don't understand anything that's going on <laughs> when I speak in Spanish at church but just to be around fellow believers 
um, was really nice. And it helped me in that journey of, you know, overseas, you, it's very a lonely lifestyle. Um, you're practicing twice a day, but between then you have hours and hours of time just staying in an apartment, or maybe if you walk around, that's, you know, good, but you don't necessarily, unless you know the language, have a lot of friends there other than your teammates. So you like actually a- went to a Spanish speaking church. Correct. <laughs> So what is worship like? I mean, are there some carryovers? Like you're like, oh, I I know that tune. Like I I don't remember the specifics, but I do remember just being like, I'm just listening. I'm just gonna listen and try to receive um, the Bible. Obviously, I'm not understanding what's being um, what the scriptures are, but yeah, I mean, I just made it work. Wow. Because my teammate she spoke more Spanish than I did, so right, right. <laughs> she had done. Or she was just better. <laughs> Don't like make excuses. She was just a, a person that was able to it, um, adapt the culture. Just make it work. Yeah, and um, so I was just leaning on her a lot. Wow, wow, that's that's very interesting, right? Because we talk to baseball players and they talk about the locker room culture, right? And and some people have FCA or AI, but globally it's very different, right? And so you know, obviously I can relate to to being over there. You get to the hotel room, you get to the apartment, and it's like now what right like <laughs> right. where are my people where do I go where do I you know and so I, I'm I appreciate you talking about how you navigated that and and you know ha- creating a, a support system even if you guys don't speak the same language it's like well we serve the same God so we have this in common let's make it work Holy Spirit come with the translation yeah <laughs> you don't speak it through us yes <laughs> um you know uh, I'm a grace ambassador for, for heaven to the end and grace is just near and dear to our hearts it's, it's who we're all about and, and it's just, it's a gift that has been freely given with the ultimate price you know of jesus christ and 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 it's something that we want to highlight every time we talk so when i i speak on on god's grace and and of course we like as believers we say you know it's 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 out there accept it you know it's it's for you it's it, it's going to change your eternity right but for for someone that has not even started this walk doesn't know you know what does what does God's grace mean to you? And, and, you know, like, like, I don't know when you, when you hear this, like, what, what do you think about? Well, I use it a lot. I always say, give myself grace, give other people grace. And to me, it's a way of loving on yourself and loving on others by really saying, Hey, you know, we're doing all the best that we can in life. Life is, it's not linear. It's a roller coaster. It's going to be ups and downs, but if you give yourself and others grace, it's going to make, life a little bit easier just because you know someone has an understanding or you might not understand somebody or where they come from but you can give them that understanding of we're both you know sons and daughters of god and we all have a higher power or you have a higher purpose in life um so that's grace to me just kind of means a understanding and a forgiveness and a love Mm. yeah that's great yeah I, i love that um i love that it's all about love um, you know, when I got two more things for you, um, you know, we, we highlighted because uh, the next thing would be basically what are you passionate about? But it's very clear that this foundation is near and dear to your heart. Right. So, um, you know, c- could you just unravel this a little bit more? You know, how, how did how did this come to be? Why? You know, why do you think it's it's, it's necessary? And, and where are you guys? So in 2019, I worked at Mountford Academy, um, which is mostly known for its men's basketball. We produced or they produced a lot of the stars in the NBA. Um, But on the women's or the girls side, we were able to bring over, I believe it was nine international students to the girls basketball team for varsity. 
um, girls from Chile, Uruguay, Mexico. Um, so with that being said, some of the players, you think Mount Verde for the most, or some of you that don't know, it's a boarding school. Um, I think the tuition might be in the 50s, uh, 50,000s to go there. Um, yeah, (laughs) yes. Um, so, but there's students there that get scholarships to go to play a sport and obviously give them an opportunity for higher education at a high level. Because once you graduate from those kind of schools, you should be able to get into most colleges that you'd like. Um, so some of the girls that came in, they came from not much. Um, and so when they came, yes, it's a, a school that has everything that you could want, but they still needed certain things. I think one of the girls came with, she had no shoes when she came. Um, so they still need basic fundamental resources and, you know, you're not getting money from home. So what do you do? And so when I was seeing these things happen at Mount Bright Academy, um, it kind of, it had me, my gears thinking, okay, so how, what can I do? Basketball has afforded me so much in my life. I've been able to travel around the world. Um, And so I guess, you know, a lot of times I think that God speaks through me or gives me these ideas. And so, you know, I believe that he gave me the idea to come up with an opportunity or a way for um, the foundation to go into underserved communities and use basketball or under or teach the girls to use basketball as a tool. You can make it, let's say, because I'm near and dear Jamaica to my heart. I play for the national team. If we talk about third world countries, that is one of them to go into these countries and be able to implement the fundamentals and say, hey, you can you can get out of this situation, go to a school, maybe in the States and then possibly even go to college, maybe come back to your home country and be able to change or or impact um, your community that way. Or in just a sense of and I'm big on this, you know, basketball is movement, sport is movement and movement is medicine. And so just to go into these these communities and and be able to speak to how fitness can lead to healthy lifestyles and be able to kind of change the way some of these unfortunate communities are with poor eating. You know, they don't have a lot of things that they have access to. So how can we change that? Um, So it's kind of a it's an umbrella of a foundation in a sense of the first one is obviously you know, providing resources to underserved communities that want to, for girls want to play sport, you know, and that's not even in in third world countries. You know, I work at a community um, center in Orlando, Florida, where they have one program for just girls. And that's just, that's in America. And so, you know, in times like that, I'm like, man, like, you know, you have an idea in years ago and then to see it say like, oh, there is actual need for this. What we're doing, like implementing programs for girls only that they have, they feel safe, they feel comfortable to try out new sports, to to be in amongst some people like themselves. Um, I think that's important. So I said a lot, but the the that's how kind of the the foundation was built in more of implementing programs, you know, teaching the fundamentals of basketball, going into underserved communities and giving resources. Um, the next phase, I guess, the vision realistically. Um, is to have girls that maybe either come from an underserved country, let's say Jamaica, um, they're able to come to the States, have resources and help them out once they're here and really be able to provide for them so they can you know, be successful here in the States moving forward. Wow. Which it's nice to say that in our year three, we did our first girls clinic in Kingston, Jamaica last year. From that clinic of girls, we had three girls go to a school, a boarding school in um, Jacksonville, Florida. And we've been able to be in contact with them, send them things that they might need. 
um, and that's in year three. So very happy. Uh, there's a lot more that we need to be able to do, um, but we've come a long way in, in a short time. Come on, celebrate the, the small and big victories. That's, that's amazing. Because I mean, essentially, you, you are changing the trajectory of those three women's lives, three girls' lives, right? So like just giving them this opportunity, that, that's, that's fantastic. Wow, way to go. Um, and and also blows my mind that Orlando has one. Like, how how is that possible? This is a major city we're talking about. One of the centers. So the center, right. yeah, yeah. One of the centers. There's only one girls program, which I mean, you think if it's happening here, it has to be happening in other cities around the country, right? Um, and I think that plays a part into there. There's a disparity between you know boys and girls sports at a young age there's a percentage right there, i think two percent of girls end up leaving sports at with before they even get to high school so how do we change that how do we change yeah. the narrative of getting girls and continuing them because you know again these are now co-ed group programs at these centers or wherever you are some girls are going to feel intimidated yeah. they're gonna be like well you know because obviously boys are a little more athletic you know depending on where they are and their maturity um, so yeah, I think we lose a lot of girls to sports. And again, we both know what sports can do to a person life, a, a person's life, just with teamwork, you know, going through adversity, grit, determination, time management. Like there's Come so on. many positives and benefits from sport. And to have our girls, our young girls, not be able to go into these sports because of XYZ reasons, um, I think there's there's the opportunity there for growth. Love it. Wow. Well, thank you for the your work with that. And and obviously we wishing you further success and, and growth and, and impact right near and, and far. So um, yeah, really, really awesome. The last thing I have for you uh, is, is we want to love on our, our new believers, our young believers. As I said, those that are may know about Christ, maybe have a pool, maybe have a, a mom, a grandma, you know, a dad that's saying get involved with church, but we know how important it is to, to have a relationship for ourselves, Right. Um, and, and that journey, that, that relationship just gets deeper. The more time you spend, what what is some words of wisdom or or some leaving words that that you would give for for those that might might want to get to know but don't know where to begin? Just to start, I would say very similar to faith and working out because I I also deal with that in the same parallel. I view it as the same parallel is just start, just take that first step. You know, it's never too late to start. Um, ask a friend, ask someone that you might know that is a believer. Hey you know, where do I, what do I do? Help me. Like, do I go to church? What church should I go to? Um, so I would just say, take that first step and always believe in yourself that you're, if you want to have a relationship with God, um, then you'll find a way to get it done. Awesome. Jennifer, good to see you. Thank you for these words. Um, thank you for what you're doing globally, right? Like that's, that's, that's awesome. Um, and, and we just, we're going to continue praying for you and, and wishing you all the best in, in the upcoming year for god's glory thank you so much awesome thank you all for tuning in uh hope this this stirs something with you of course check out heaven to the ed.org um and and just continue supporting us helping us grow helping us just spread god's love god's grace globally we love you we appreciate you wishing you a fantastic day week month year this is going to be your best year yet see you next week bye for now